Welcome to Rhema for Today. But we added a morning prayer series from 10.30 till 12, Monday through Friday, the last two weeks, or the two weeks prior count meeting. I was not able, because of having been gone so long and things have to be done when you come back then, to be in on every service. But when I was there and led the service, I was led by the Spirit of God to read here from this fourth chapter of the Acts and to note how that the apostles and the early church prayed and what they prayed for. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week we went into the archives and chose Kenneth E. Hagan's teaching series, The Supernatural. This will be a great month of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. Father, we're so grateful and thankful for all of your blessings. We could never praise you enough, but we are grateful. Our hearts are filled with gratitude. We love you with all of our hearts. We thank you for your precious holy written word. We thank you for the privilege to be a doer of the word, not just a hearer only. So we're praising you in advance for everything that shall be wrought among us. Hallelujah. Now as we look to the word of God tonight, thank you for giving us utterance in the Holy Ghost. May we speak as of the oracles of God. Enable us by the anointing of your spirit to stand in the office that you called us to and to function in that place to the full potential. May the congregation have listening ears and open minds and receptive hearts to your word. And we'll give all praise and honor and glory for everything that's wrought among us unto the worthy and majestic name of our Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You have your Bibles, I want you to open them, please. How many of you have your Bible with you? Would you hold it up? Amen. Just look around at that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Open your Bibles to the third chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. We'll read from there and we'll read some other scripture also. All right, you have your Bibles open to the third chapter of the Acts. Let's start with the very first verse. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. 
And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us? As though by our own power, our holiness, we had made this man to walk. Now notice the 16th verse. And his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Now then Peter and John were taken in question and they were brought before the Sanhedrin and they were commanded to preach and teach no more in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now skip down to the fourth chapter of Acts and the 23rd verse, and being let go, they went unto their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is, who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, Why did the heathen rage? And the people imagined vain things. The kings of the earth stood up, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For the truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles, and the people of Israel were gathered together, for to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. The next verse said, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. Hallelujah. I want to read one other portion of Scripture. I want you to turn with me to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Well, we'll read more than one verse. We'll read a couple of verses. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's notice the fourth and fifth verses. Well, let's just start with the first verse. Let's read more. Let's get the full, full import here. Paul said, writing to the church at Corinth, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Hallelujah. 
I'll tell you, if we all went home now, we'd be blessed. Can you say amen? amen? Two weeks prior to camp meeting, and last year we did the same, we came in off of the field and had a couple of weeks of prayer in the morning time. We have prayer school each afternoon at 1 o'clock, Monday through Friday, the year around. A little teaching on the subject of prayer and then intercession, and then at 2.15, School of Healing. But we added a morning prayer series from 10.30 till 12, Monday through Friday, the last two weeks, or the two weeks prior camp meeting. I was not able, because of having been gone so long and things have to be done when you come back then, to be in on every service. But when I was there and led the service, I was led by the Spirit of God to read here from this fourth chapter of the Acts and to note how that the apostles and the early church prayed and what they prayed for. These services prior to camp meeting were called for that one purpose, not to pray for anything else or anybody else except camp meeting. And we took at different times each one of the speakers and prayed for them, not only for their ministry here, but for their ministry at large and in general. And we took the singers. We prayed about the, the ushers. We prayed about folks who are coming that we don't know about and some that we do know about. And we took them to the Lord. But above everything else, we notice what the early church, how they prayed. You'll notice that Peter and John, being let go, went into their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. You know, when you get in trouble, that's a good place to be in your own company. Hallelujah. And among people who know how to pray. And the word of God said, when they heard that, they, the whole company of believers, all of them at once, lifted up their voice with one accord. Now I'm sure that they didn't all just say word for word what is written here, but the Holy Ghost through Luke gives us uh, at least uh, how God looked upon it and what he heard. And first of all, I want you to notice that they lifted up their voice with one accord and first began to talk about how big God is. Lord, thou art God. Hallelujah. Who has made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that in them is. Most people, when they come to pray, begin to talk about the problem, first of all, and talk about the situation that exists, and talk about how big it is, and talk about what the devils are doing, that he's going to take everything over. I, I hear that. I heard that when I was a teenager, when I first started preaching. At 17 years of age, way back in the mid-depression, they, they said, then the devil's going to take everything over. All the young people are going to the dogs. And I told them then we weren't. Hallelujah. I said, no, 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 the devil's not going to take everything over. For if he took everything over, he'd have to take me over. And he can't take me over because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Amen. And we heard them say all the young people are going to the dogs, 1934, 1935, 1936. I was young, 17. Young people all going to the dogs. And everybody seemed to be talking negative. But I got on the other side and I said, no, all the young people's not going to the dogs. Because if all the young people went to the dogs, I'd have to go. And I'm not going. <laughs> Hallelujah. Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. 
This month, we're offering Kenneth E. Hagen's three-CD set, A Fresh Anointing. We're also offering Lynette Hagen's CD, Fuel Your Passion for God. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagen's book entitled, Overflow, Living Above Life's Limits. All these items at the special price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Rama Christmas lights on really, really soon. November 22nd at 6 yes. p.m. And then, and then of course we have our Wednesday night service. After that, after yes. that, in in, mm-hmm. in the Rama Church Auditorium. That's right. And then, uh, you know, they stay on till mm-hmm. January the first at 11:30. They go off. They come on November 22nd at 6 p.m. Yes. And they go off at 11:30. They're a sight to see. Yes. If you've never seen them, you need if you're close enough to come. You need to come and That's see right. the Rhema Christmas Lights. You can go to rhemalights.org and you can see pictures, but it does not do them justice. No, no. And you have to walk through the park. Oh my goodness, the park is absolutely, absolutely beautiful. beautiful. And there's music that goes with the, with the lights on. It is gorgeous. Yes, it is. Yes. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, The Supernatural. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.